Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Cheese. We're here with a uh, another firing squad. We have a new sponsor for the show, Jobs to Careers. Sponsors always get a big applause. Um, special guest today is Nick Livingston from Hone It. Hey, everybody. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to hear from a, our sponsor real quick and get to the show. That's right. Hey, yeah. Before we get the firing squad, a quick question for you, Joel. Yeah. Would you say that most companies find it hard to attract the right candidates to apply for their jobs? Uh, jobs to Careers, our new sponsor, certainly thought so. Yeah. That's why they created their own new talent attraction platform, ODT. Yeah, you know me. Come on, man. That was OPP. Um, no, this is ODT, which stands for on-demand talent, nice. where data-driven talent attraction is made easy. Uh, the on-demand talent, the on-demand talent platform. <laughs> I can say this. I promise. Easy for you to say. Uh, enables recruiters to reach the right talent at the right time at the right price. The best part. Wait for this. You only pay for what jobs to careers delivers. So if you're attracting the wrong candidates or you feel like you're on a recruiting hamster wheel, go to jobstocareers.com slash ODT and learn how on-demand talent can get your better candidates, get you better candidates for less money. Or do it the easy way. Go to chadcheese.com and click on the Jobs to Careers logo. That's all about simple. Well, you are a simple mind. Very much. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get to it. Got uh, this Nick guy here. Who's wh- where? Are you, where are you from, Nick? What do you do? What's this whole hone it thing about? Before we give you this two minute pitch. Hey guys, uh, thanks again for the opportunity. Nick Livingston, uh, most recently from the Bay Area. Uh, spent some time in mm-hmm. New York before that, but originally from uh, the state of Washington. Excellent, excellent. Well, here's the format of the show. Very, very simple. You have two minutes to pitch hone it. At the end of two minutes, you're gonna hear the bell. Then Joel and I are going to hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers aren't concise, Joel's going to hit you with the bell or he might even hit you with his favorite crickets. Um, That just means tighten your shit up. At the end of Q&A, you're going to receive one of the three from both of us. Big applause means that you kicked ass. Golf clap means that you did okay, but you need to tighten some shit up. You need to get to work. (laughs) (laughs) in the last one you don't want this the firing squad that means your shit sucks and you need to go back to the drawing board uh so that's firing squad easy and it's time to buckle up and pitch are you ready yep two minutes starts now hey everybody nick livingston with hone it after 15 years in the recruiting trenches you know i realize our, our conversations are important you know, the daily phone conversations with candidates, that's kind of the, the initial step of the interview process. And I found most of my day was scheduling calls, talking to candidates and sharing highlights with, with clients. But I felt, you know, take a step back and look at our phone interviews. They're a black box with zero visibility into the questions that are asked, 
let alone answers that take place you know, during those conversations. So Honit technology, it's, it's simple, natural phone interview technology. We let recruiters capture the great insights and answers during those conversations. Um, lots of competitive intelligence, lots of insights, again, during these conversations that, that go unnoticed. And instead of scribbling notes and sharing opinions with hiring managers, we make it really easy for recruiters to package up a couple of great answers that were heard during a live phone interview and share those with a client or share those with a hiring manager so that they can hear the candidate in their own words. And what we're finding is this is removing redundant steps of the interview process, no more two or three phone interviews before you invite a candidate on site. And similarly, once you decide you do want to hire someone, we're seeing this really accelerate offers where a, a VP, a CEO can quickly hear a few highlights themselves and say, wow, that person sounds great. Those are great technical answers. I trust my team. Go ahead and hire them. So we're excited to remove steps of the interview process, help recruiters communicate more efficiently and more effectively with clients, and to remove a lot of this underlying misinterpretation and bias that, that goes along with interview communication. So again, natural phone interview technology, you can record, transcribe, and analyze live answers during your calls um, and share the best parts with other people. Boom, it's like you're right on. Dude's tight. <laughs> Nick, Nick, I'm going to go first and a non-technical businessy question. How did you come up with the name and is it a bitch to say it on sales calls? It's a bit of a bitch to say it on sales call. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> own it. Uh, we've been through a couple pivots um, and my two technical co-founders kind of helped come up with the name and, and we've we, it's stuck. So we, we've kind of gone gone through. Not to say there might not be a name change in the future. <laughs> so from the pitch... I mean, there, there sounds like there's a, there are a ton of different things that hone it can help companies and recruiters with. What is the major problem that you're trying to solve here? I think it's, it's interview communication. If we had to say like very simplistic, very simplistic, I think, you know, even when a recruiter gets on the phone, they do all the work, they talk to a great candidate who says a lot of great things. I feel like you hang up the phone and the onus is on the recruiter to try to convince to sell, to articulate to, to an internal hiring manager or an external client why they felt this candidate is worthy of next steps, right? Mm -hmm. And I felt like to date, scribbled notes and, and our opinions are all that recruiters had to try to make that argument. And I'm saying, you know, why? And, and so we're doing ourselves a disservice. We're making it even harder on ourselves. I'm saying, screw my opinion. Let's just share a couple of the great answers that we heard and say, hey, hiring manager, you're the expert. You're the QA director. This QA engineer just said a couple of great answers about writing scripts and, you know, automated testing. You tell me if that's a great answer, right? Um, so we're trying to remove some of the subjectivity and take some of the pressure off the recruiter's back. So this is this is mainly on the back end, behind the scenes, recruiters, hiring managers, back and forth. This really doesn't have a lot to do with candidate engagement. Am I am I correct saying that? I mean, our, our platform focuses on three steps right now. It's, it's making it really easy to schedule these calls. So there is a bit of a candidate experience where they can click a, uh, click a simple scheduling link, right? No back and forth on scheduling. And then, you know, these calendar invites go out so the calls are locked in. So there's a bit of a, a candidate experience angle there. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're basically trying to improve the steps that are already happening that I consider to be offline steps. You know, most of the ATSs and CRMs, that I've used. I even worked at Taleo. I'm a big fan of HR tech, so I've been following the trends and, and the, uh, the evolution of the ATS and CRM. But I would argue that 
the three steps that I found myself doing as a recruiter, so scheduling calls, talking to candidates, and sh- submitting candidates, those three steps were pretty much offline uh, experiences and outside of my ATS. So what we're trying to do is bring those three steps you know, back online. All right, Nick, I'm going to address the, the big elephant in the room. Um, aren't you on the wrong side of history with this, with this business? I mean, uh, millennials and Gen Zs, uh, they all text. They don't talk on the phone. You got automation coming into play, chat bots. I mean, no one wants to actually talk on the phone anymore. I, I would disagree. I think candidates have questions too. I think they want to talk to somebody at a company. And I, I would argue it's more uh, the vendor messaging that we've been seeing around one-way interview technologies, one-way interview tools, where they're trying to say, yeah, recruiters, you don't have to talk to people. It's easy as putting more work on the candidate and uh, you know, we'll, we'll take work off your plate. So we're not trying to add work. We're trying to say, hey, recruiters, if you think your conversations are important, and if you agree that candidates probably do want to talk to you to learn more about and you know, there's an opportunity for you to sell the role, sell the company, we're saying those conversations are great. I think it's two-way conversations, but I just say there's a lot of data and intelligence in these conversations that, that recruiting teams and companies are missing out on. Right. Well, and, and to kind of springboard off of that question, you know, why should clients focus on an interview which doesn't include the visual aspect or, or, or video? And, and again, taking a look at mobile usage and being able to actually use uh, the mobile phone for video as well, why get away from the actual visual piece? I think video is interesting. Our industry has has combined video into a single topic, but I think the conversation is really more one-way versus two-way interview tools. I'd say Skype is great. Hangouts are great. Mm -hmm. Zoom is great, right? Those are two-way video experiences. And and all of my companies and my recruiters have used video tools, you know, at later stages of the process. Or hiring managers a lot of times use video, two-way video conversations for those next steps, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But I would argue that most recruiters are still doing the initial conversation over the phone. Why? Because it's convenient for candidates who are busy working, who don't want to book a conference room to do a video call, Right. And, um, you know, I would argue what I'm excited about Honet too is that we're, a, we're not introducing additional bias or discrimination. I think as soon as you add video, um, and let alone two-way, I'm talking about the one-way video interview tools that are essentially extended job applications, right? There's a reason we don't put pictures on resumes, yet it's okay to send a candidate a link to record themselves with answer four questions of video as a second step of the application process. I don't understand how those are not introducing additional bias. You're going to get Chad all excited talking about <laughs> bias and compli- <laughs> compliance and diversity. You know, you know talent when you hear it, right? You can hear enthusiasm. You can hear personality. You can hear communication style. All of that you can hear mm-hmm. over the phone. My, our, our point is that recruiters have typically heard it, but the next person in the hiring process didn't. All they got was some scribbled notes and a resume. And so that's why there has to be another one or two phone conversations because everybody wants to hear it. But I would argue you don't need three separate phone conversations to get to the aha. We're saying now a non-technical recruiter can ask three technical questions on that initial phone screen, the very same questions that a hiring manager would typically ask for a tech lead, right? And now it's no longer about a non-technical recruiter knowing a great answer. They can ask the great question, and someone in the company can listen and decide if it's a good versus great answer. So that's where this cooperation or collaboration starts to come in. And you know, some people get scared of that, but really we're saying, hey, recruiter, ask a couple great questions, 
share the answers with someone who knows a great answer. So here's a quick question. I mean, can you collaborate in the platform then? Because you're talking about the communication happening and you want to share these these instances or, or these, yep. let's say, for instance, just these, these snippets, let's say. Um, yep. Can you share just snippets of questions or just just specific questions and not the entire interview that's the whole that's the whole point right you have a 30 minute phone screen you're doing a lot of selling you're pitching all this stuff right and then when you get to those two knockout questions of like tell me about a time when or what is your experience with this specific thing that candidate's going to give you a great minute minute half answer to those two questions those two highlights are what you can click and share with your client. Are you transcribing uh, these conversations, Nick? Yep. Uh, we record the whole conversation. We transcribe the whole conversation. And then we actually you know, record and transcribe just those select highlights or those snippets, as you'd say. And everything can be searched. So now imagine a, a team of 10 recruiters, 30 recruiters doing five calls a day. At the end of the week, you can search these conversations for co competitive intelligence, you know, topics, trends, right? Now all of this is is uh, this has become very rich data and very big data very quickly. Now, so one of my questions is snippets and things like that. Is there an analytics component to the product? Um, and I guess who are some of your competitors, if you have any? I think our biggest competitor, to be honest, is the telephone. Um, people just are used to picking up the telephone, dialing a phone number, and having a great thirty-minute conversation. We're saying do that but connect to that call in the cloud so that you can record, transcribe, and analyze those answers. So interview notes, the actual recording, transcriptions, yeah, you have integrations with applicant tracking systems. Are they full integrations? And can you take this data and push it into the ATS? Because companies need to be able to do a better job of recording and reporting in their applicant tracking system off of this information as well. Yeah, I mean, I've been an HR buyer for 10 years. I mean, I've, I've you know, usually been the one purchasing t technology, so I know how important integration is, which is why we designed mm -hmm. this system from the ground up to play nice with any CRM or ATS without a, a rigorous integration. Although we do, we are excited about integrations as well. But I'm saying to use Honed, all a recruiter needs to do is put a scheduling link, think Calendly link, right, into your email templates and your ATS templates that you're already using. And this is a Honet scheduling link, so it's really easy to schedule these calls. And then after you hang up the telephone, you know, in Honet, you have all of the transcription, all of the audio highlights, all of the conversation. Um, and then there's export links, right, where you can click a button and all of that phone interview intelligence can can live in, in, in your ATS or CRM. Nick, how does the uh, the voice assistant revolution with s solutions like Alexa, Siri, et cetera, affect your business or doesn't it? We're very excited about that. We're, we're focusing on the initial step, the top, the, the first stage of the interview process, the phone screens. But, you know, we're, we're learning a lot. This system is getting smarter and smarter with, with the answers, the insights, the questions, et cetera. And so I'm very interested in taking Honet to in-person interviews, right? Um, so I, I think, I think uh, audio devices in the room um, are great for us, right, in that we're developing the technology that can understand a good versus great answer. Um, and, and that can be beyond just the, the initial phone conversation. So can we expect you to be on services like Alexa? Like, will I be able to say, Alexa, uh, play back the honed interview with such and such? Um, without disclosing too much, we're, we're really excited about that. And uh, <laughs> there'll likely be something announced in the, in the short term. Fair enough. <laughs> Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. 
The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So, sounds like uh, some of the, uh, the the congressional testimonies that I've been hearing. Um, so saying, talking about the landscape overall, which I think is incredibly cool, especially with technology like you're talking about, voice assist. But uh, another piece of the landscape is the competitive piece. So Indeed just acquired interview.com, what, uh, months ago. How do you think that's going to impact the interviewing and assessment space overall, having a name that big start to suck up an interview assessment type of platform? Yeah, again, I think it goes back to, and I'm glad there's there's visibility into interview technology that that are more than just the one-way tools, right? The, hey, because there's 20 or 20 or so one-way video interview technologies out there. They've been around for a decade, right? And, and I think companies mm-hmm. are starting to realize the one-way interview experience is not going to get you the best candidates, right? The best candidates are going to go across the street to your competitor, have a phone conversation, then go on site, right? They don't want extra work. So I'm, I'm excited about anything that's going to push this industry for real-time communication and or more data-driven and uh, analytics, interview and interview data, interview analytics. Because I think while conversation is important, we still are, are trying to get towards that quality of hire metric. But until we start to know what goes into interview conversations, what questions are asked, or what makes a good versus great answer, you know, we're not going to be able to correlate hires with quality or, or be able to go back and say, well, how did our best employees answer those initial questions? Those are leading indicators that companies can start to look at. Nick, I have a, I have a blocking and tackling question here. If I'm going to set up an interview with a candidate, do they call a phone number with your system? Do they have to go to a URL? Like, walk me through that process. Yeah, so we have U.S. customers who just, you know, they just turn on the phone conversation checkbox, right? So candidates get a, a branded email confirmation with a calendar invite. And for the candidate, it's just calling a phone number and entering your interview PIN number. So just like you would connect to maybe a webinar, you're, you're calling into a conference line. So that's all the candidate would do. Um, and then some of our international customers, they love the ability to just send candidates a VoIP link. Um, so there's no international charges. It doesn't matter what country you're in. Candidates can just talk through their computer or talk over their smartphone um, with a recruiter sitting anywhere. Um, and then to the recruiter, similarly, they can they can connect through their telephone and, and connect to the call that way. Or most recruiters, they just plug in their headphones like we're doing now and talk through their computer. So there is a VoIP aspect built into the platform on both sides. Excellent. But I'm sure with your platform, uh, they don't have the problems like you did with your Apple crappy Mac before we started this. <laughs> yeah, no, no plugins to download, no operating systems to worry about. Yeah, for the candidate, it's simple. They just dial a phone number like they're used to, and they have a great conversation with, with somebody on the other end of the line. Yeah, okay. So how many customers do you guys have today? Um, we're not res- uh, disclosing kind of the number, but I, I can tell you we're working with companies in the U.S., both on the staffing side of things. Um, internal corporate TA teams. And then we're really seeing a lot of growth internationally where um, you know, we've got customers in 
Mexico and Europe and the Nordics, etc. So we're excited about this being a global communication platform. Well, let me let me attack it from this side. Do you have case studies that prove that this solution works? We do. We do. We've got testimonials from candidates who say, wow, I can have a great conversation with a recruiter and then go on site. We've got great uh, feedback mm-hmm. from hiring managers saying, wow, the candidate looked light on paper, but as soon as I heard a couple answers, holy smokes, they know what they're talking about. Let's get them on site. Um, I think our <laughs> fire alarm just went off. <laughs> That's, not a button. Squad. That's not a button on my side. That's right, people. That's amazing. Firing squad. <laughs> The, great, the big yeah. question is, is Nick going to stand with the smoke all around him or is he going to is he gonna run? That's the question. I think we've got a couple minutes. I think so, he can outrun this fire. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that being said, who is your biggest advocate and what company are they from? You know, we've got, we've got folks at LinkedIn who are excited about this. We've got, um, you know, VPs of HR who are excited about this. I think anybody who recognizes mm-hmm. that the interview process – you know, a lot of people tell you the interview process is broken, right? I'm saying let's do a small change of behavior to share a little bit of data instead of sharing opinions. And you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. the trust and credibility recruiters can build with hiring managers when they start to remove opinions and perception from the process. It's like, hey, this is fact. This is what the candidate said. Let's talk about the candidate. Let's not talk about my interpretation of what the candidate said. Nick, um, I I always appreciate the fact that people that have been in the business start companies. So your background is is as a recruiter, and I think we can all understand the benefits of being a recruiter and starting a business in this space. But are, are there any disadvantages? You know, um, you know, I I think you probably think I probably think about things a little too much. You know what I mean? I, I think about all the nuances and the what ifs just because I've been in the trenches and I. But at the same time, I'm, I'm really excited about focusing on something that's just universal, right? Like every recruiter's on the phone doing phone interviews, yet you look at the telephones and, and how much have they evolved in the last 20 years, right? We've got computers in our pockets, mm-hmm. yet the phone interview has not evolved. We're still scribbling notes, right, uh, on a pad of paper or right. maybe we're typing notes, right? And that just seems so archaic. And I, at the end of the day, I look at my hiring managers and I look at why – recruiters, we have this kind of strange reputation, right? And I go, it's because we're just sharing scribbled notes and opinions. Like we're not, we're not providing a consultative, we're not sharing evidence, right? We're not being consultive. We're not. So, you know, ultimately this, this takes the pressure off recruiters. We, we don't have to talk. We, every time we submit a candidate, our neck is not on the line. It's not our reputation that's on the line. It's what a candidate said. From a company standpoint, and I think this is this is a great an- angle for you to be hitting as well. There's data, there's proof. It's all there. It's in voice and it's transcribed. So a couple of different things. First and foremost, you can you can tell specifically what kind of work your your recruiters are doing, but you can also take a look at the information. There's no he said, she right. said. Um, and then we start taking, we start talking about bias. You start talking about recording and reporting off of these interviews. Companies do not have said data today because again, they don't record or they don't have this transcription available. Um, the biggest key though, and again, I just want a little bit of clarity on this. If I have the transcription in Honeit and I have the the actual voice snippets and all that other all that other great data. Can I get that into my applicant tracking system? Uh, yes. Those export links make it super okay. easy to get the the all of the the rich 
audio intelligence and, and notes and, and transcription into your ATS. And then with, with specific integration partners, we're very excited about, you know, you know, extending that integration to be, you know, more robust and, and, and more inclusive and, and, you know, more of a seamless process. You click a button in your ATS, just kick off the, the workflow, et cetera. Nick, mm-hmm. talk to me about pricing as well as money you've raised. Are you looking for money in the future? Like sort of what does that look like? Yeah, we've we've been pretty bootstrapped to date. We've been really focused on nailing the product and, and whittling it down to its core. Um, so we're excited now to have some some good logos and some good customers paying and using the system and giving us great feedback. And, and, you know, we're working on a, we're actually building out a a version two of the platform right now uh, to kind of incorporate what we've learned and and take things further, make it more extendable. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, so we have raised a small kind of friends and family, um, but it's really been more about bootstrapping the business. And and now we're, now that we have customers, now that we've got a great story to tell, we're, we're actively starting to talk to some folks about raising a, raising a, around so there you go and pricing pricing so uh it's per recruiter per month kind of a SaaS subscription model to get going and then once companies add enough users they can we can switch to more of a volume play so they can pay for you know by the minute you could say 30,000 40,000 minutes a month however they um you know however many recruiters they might have we can we can so it's not about seats it's more just about usage at that point usage and the usage is all pretty much allocated sounds like by the minute yeah exactly so you know for the to easy to get going you could think of it we started around 80 dollars per month per recruiter and that's unlimited unlimited interviews mm-hmm. and unlimited transcription um, and then you know as you add users there's opportunity for kind of volume discounts or to a certain point you know we're happy to work with with larger companies and just say hey unlimited use of the product for uh, kind of a flat monthly rate. Okay. Okay. So here's the, here's the question that I'm going to pivot from Joel's question as he asks uh, about uh, dollars. Um, I believe, and I think Joel does too, this is the year of acquisition. Are you being courted right now? Well, um, you know, you can, we've, we've designed this to fill some gaps, right? We've designed the scheduling, screening, sharing, you know, uh, those three steps. And so, We've designed this to kind of complement the ATS or CRMs. Um, I guess I can't say if we're being courted right now or not, but uh, we're we're excited to grow the business and we're excited to bring interview innovation to the masses. Great non-answer. <laughs> I, I like how you pivoted out of that. You've been watching way too many con- congressional testimony lately. I, <laughs> hard to hard to hard to avoid it these days, isn't it? Yeah, no shit, right? So, Joel, are you ready to uh, you ready to give uh, Nick your grade? I'm ready to do this. Um, I'll go first. Okay, Nick. Um, my my knee jerk reaction to this product and in my first you know first line of questioning was, look, these guys are going to get squashed by the wave of technology around AI automation, video. You know, this just seems like an old technology this it just feels like it's antiquated and then i know you i know that you're you've got a great history in recruiting i know you've got a great team your 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 advisors which are on your site um are top notch and then i remember the industry itself and our industry as a whole is very slow to change they like stuff the way it is. There's, you know, all these AI and fancy things that Chad and I talk about on a regular basis are a long way off and they may not even happen. They may not even be a big deal, right? So to me, it's like 
you've got a guy that knows recruiting at its at its heart. You've got a team around him that, that understands it. You've got you know solid technology. Uh, the phone conversation isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, someone has to be the leader in this space, and why not you guys? So for me, um, it's a little cautious on the future, but as far as right now, I think you guys uh, have a great product, um, and I'm gonna. I'm going to go applause on this one. Ooh, big applause from Joel. Okay. Thanks, Joel. My turn, my turn. So first and foremost, I agree 100%. And one of the things that Joel said right out of the gate is something that uh, you, you have to always frame in this conversation is the new workforce, millennials, Gen Z. And, and how, you know, they're more focused on Snapchat and, and, and chatting versus, uh, versus actually using the phone. I mean, we have conversations all the time about not having conversations on the phone. Although we do li- live and work in an industry that is really focused on uh, pragmatic in simple ways to make their job easier every single day. Um, Not to mention, you also provide transcription, uh, all of this, all of this information that doesn't provide the he said, she said kind of scenario, which makes it easier and better for recruiters. And it makes it better for companies. Best part of all, all that data can be pushed into the applicant tracking system. So because of the industry that we're in, keep it simple, stupid. And I know that you, you have your, your eye toward the future, but for the, the now, there's no question, man. This for me is definitely a, a big applause. Wow. Thank you, Chad. Way to go, Nick. Ow! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I mean, I, I, I guess I, you know, I, and I know you, you, don't get me wrong. Like saying phone interview technology makes me cringe a little bit, right? Because it does sound archaic, but I think we're we're more excited about the interview data and interview intelligence that happens in these conversations. And you know, we originally built the system to work for both phone and video, but we we ultimately pulled down that video aspect because we realized just phone conversations are that much more convenient. So, you know, we we've not lost touch of video, and we're very excited about what we can start to do with all of this data now that we have it. I think mm-hmm. one of the big things with AI and machine learning and natural language processing is like people talk about it, yet they haven't been collecting all of the data. Nick, the show's over, man. You won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let it go. If our audience wants to learn more about you or maybe a special Chad and Cheese coupon code, uh, where would they do that? We could talk about that. Honeit.com. Um, you know, just uh, submit a demo request. Happy to chat, do a live conversation through the system, and share my screen. We actually use our technology for our demos, so you can experience how easy it is to use it as a candidate. Um, and and we could talk about a discount for for the Chad. And Chad all and right. Cheese if you all right, so call Honeit H O N E I T dot com. Mention the Chad and Cheese podcast. Not Boeing. And Nick Nick and his team will uh, sling you a major discount. Cool. Boom. All right. Uh, thanks, Chad. Thanks, Nick. Uh, thanks to Jobs to Careers. Yeah. Our, uh, our newest and only sponsor for the show. Big ups to them. We appreciate it. And uh, we out. We out. Thanks, guys. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com.
Welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.